Welcome to UK Rail Journeys, Series 1. In this series, I travel to North West Wales with the Steam Dreams Rail Company on their Welsh Dragon Tour. Episode 5, where we stop for water at Chalo and take the Golden Valley route from Swindon. Steam engines need regular refreshment with water. And sadly, the infrastructure to water steam engines was removed when British Railways stopped using steam in 1968. No more water towers at stations, nor water troughs for watering at speed. Steam Dreams has to arrange for water to be available along the route. We're due to arrive at our first water stop at Chalo in a few minutes. And apparently the company that supplied the water for a number of years contacted Steam Dreams yesterday to say that they're no longer able to transport water and so they can't supply the train. I believe that the phone lines glowed red hot as the operations team worked to find other suppliers. A supplier has to have the right equipment. Watering cans, buckets and garden hoses aren't any use when it comes to filling steam engines. Mayflower's water tank takes around 4,200 gallons of water. And whilst a good garden hose might deliver up to 15 gallons a minute, our water stop would take over four and a half hours. This means that a tanker with a high pressure pump, long hoses and the right connections is needed. And to add to the complexity, the tanker often has to get to places well off the beaten track, maybe crossing muddy fields, to water the engine in a rural siding. Let's hope that someone's waiting when we enter the siding at our water stop in just a few minutes. The Great Western Railway extension from Reading through the Vale of the White Horse reached Farringdon Road Station in 1840. In 1864, Farringdon Road was renamed Shallow. In 1932, the 1840 timber-built station building on the upside was demolished and replaced by a brick building. The 1873-built signal box was also replaced. In the goods yard, a grounded coach body served as the Methodist church from the 1930s. Our train rests for 50 minutes at Chalo to take on water. The next closed station, Uffington, was open for six months over a century. Shrivenen Railway Station was 5.6 miles east of Swindon, the main building being built in 1840. It was very small, faced with flint, had Tudor-style windows and a roof that projected as a canopy. The station gained notoriety on the 10th of May 1848 when six passengers were killed and 13 injured, when two porters pushed a horse box and cattle van onto the main line to free the wagon turntable. The Exeter Express struck them. The locomotive was undamaged, but the side of the leading coach was torn out, killing six passengers. 
On the 15th of January 1936, an express from Penzance collided with some coal wagons just outside the station, which had become detached from an earlier train. Two were killed and ten injured. The station buildings were demolished in 1965, but remnants of the platforms survive. Passed through the site of Stratton Park Holt, which served the community of Stratton St Margaret. The station opened around 1840. The beaching cuts brought its closure in 1964, by which time it was only served by five trains a day. Many will have read the Dick Francis book Decider about the fictitious Stratton Park racecourse. By the time we reach Swindon, we've travelled just over 77 miles, roughly halfway between London and Cardiff. It's an important junction where the former Great Western Railway line to Gloucester and Cheltenham Spa, the main line to Bristol Temple Meads, and the South Wales main line via Bristol Parkway meet. In 1836, the Cheltenham and Great Western Union Railway was authorised to link with the GWR at Gloucester and Cheltenham. The GWR line rises from both London and Bristol to a summit near Swindon. It has easy gradients to the east and steeper gradients to the west. Brunel and his colleague Daniel Gooch decided in October 1840 that one locomotive couldn't manage the whole distance without taking on fuel, so it was necessary to change locomotives part way. Reading was chosen as one place to change engines, being both a major station and approximately one-third of the 118 miles from Paddington to Bristol. Swindon, almost two-thirds of the way, and the site for the junction for Cheltenham and the summit of the line was chosen as the second. A train from London could have its fast locomotive replaced by a slower but more powerful locomotive for the journey on to Bristol. All of this meant that there needed to be locomotive maintenance facilities at Swindon. This was the start of the famous Swindon Works. The North Wiltshire Canal enabled coal for the locomotives and workshops to be supplied from the Somerset coalfield at a reasonable price. Messrs J and C Rigby won the construction contracts for all the buildings at Swindon, including the station and its refreshment rooms, the locomotive repair shops, 300 houses and other buildings needed for the workers. The Great Western was short of money, so the contractors, instead of asking for payment, agreed to give Swindon Station and its refreshment rooms to the GWR free of charge and to lease back the refreshment rooms for 99 years at the charge of one old penny per year. Part of the deal required that all trains carrying passengers, not being goods trains or trains to be sent express or for special purposes, and except trains not under the control of the Great Western Railway Company, which will pass the Swindon Railway Station, either up or down, shall, save in case of emergency or unusual delay arising from accidents, stop for refreshment of passengers for a reasonable period of about 10 minutes. This reasonable period allowed for the passengers to be refreshed and the locomotive changed. 
Before the station opened in 1842, the Goddard Arms public house in Old Swindon was used as a railway booking office, and tickets included the fare for a horse-drawn carriage down to the line at the bottom of the hill. Until 1895, every train stopped for at least 10 minutes to change locomotives in Swindon. The original building was demolished in 1972, and today's station and office block were erected on the site. In 2019-20, Swindon Station was used by 3,714,000 passengers, and 167,000 used it as an interchange station. We now leave the Great Western Main Line and join the Golden Valley Line, which will take us the 37 miles to Gloucester. The Golden Valley Line is the popular name for the line between Swindon and Gloucester. It opened between Swindon and Campbell in 1841. Four more years elapsed before the remainder of the line, including the tunnel at Sapperton, was completed. The name for the line comes from the Golden Valley, part of the River Froome Valley between Chalford and Strood. The railway line follows this for part of its route. It has been suggested that the name was coined by Queen Alexandra, the wife of Edward VII, whilst on a train through this route in June 1909. We pass through the Sapperton Tunnel, down the valley to Stroud and join the Bristol Temple Meads to Birmingham New Street main line at Standish Junction, just north of Stonehouse. When the line was built, it had double tracks, but in 1968, to save costs, it was made single track between Swindon and Kemble. The original plan was to make the whole line single track, but there were significant protests and the plan was abandoned. In the 2011 budget, the government announced funding to return the single track section to double track, and the works were completed in August 2014, with Princess Anne officially reopening the track in October that year. The line can now be used as an alternative route for trains between London and Cardiff when the Severn Tunnel is closed. As we travel along the line, we pass the three closed stations of Purton, Minity and Oaksey Holt before we reach Kemble. The first two of these closed stations opened on the 31st of May 1841 and closed on the 2nd of November 1964. Oaksey Holt opened on the 18th of February 1929 and it closed on the same day as the other two. The station at Kemble is 13 and 3 quarter miles from Swindon. It's in a rural location. However, because it's near Sarancester, it was used by 409,000 passengers in the 2019-20 year. The station was a junction until the 1960s, with branch lines to Tetbury and Sarancester. But these branches were closed by Dr Beeching, and the final trains ran on the 5th of April, 1964. Next we pass through the long-closed Tetbury Road Station. This was built by the Cheltenham Great Western Union Railway to serve Kemble, Coates and the town of Tetbury. 
the station was situated to the north of the bridge that crosses the Foss Way. The site was chosen because Robert Gordon, who owned the land around Kemble, refused to have a public station on his land. The station opened on the 2nd of May 1845 as Tetley Road. It closed to passengers on the 1st of May 1882. As I mentioned earlier, the Sapperton Tunnel was a major engineering construction on this route. Work began in 1839 and was completed in 1845. There are two tunnels. The first one is well over a mile long, and then there's a short gap before we reach the second one, which is 353 yards long. The initial plans, which were abandoned before any work was done, were for a tunnel on a curve. But after the appointment of Brunel, preliminary shafts were dug to ascertain the geological conditions. The intended route passed through a layer of fuller's earth, which was not stable enough to allow the construction of the tunnel, and therefore it was moved to a more stable area, resulting in steeper gradients on the approaches. In 1950, after a train driver noticed a void beneath the tracks, stabilisation work was required. Original timbers were removed and prefabricated concrete beams were installed. Further work was carried out after heavy flooding in November 2000. In 2001, tests were carried out on one of the beams from the 1950 work and it was found that the concrete had deteriorated significantly and therefore further stabilisation work was required. Over 100 people worked 12-hour shifts for seven days to complete the job. There was a roof collapse in October 2009 and the line had to be closed for relining work to take place. Once we emerged from the Sapperton Tunnel, we crossed the Chalford Viaduct before reaching the long-closed Chalford Station. On the 12th of October 1903, the Great Western introduced a steam rail motor service along the route between Stonehouse and Chalford, serving the existing stations at Stroud and Brimscombe, as well as four new stopping places, each situated close to a level crossing. St Mary's Crossing, Ham Mill Crossing, Downfield Crossing and Ebley Crossing. In 1933, Chalford Station issued 98,109 passenger tickets and 282 season tickets. It forwards 7,632 parcels and 66 tonnes of general goods. Goods received included 99 tonnes of coal and coke, 321 tonnes of other minerals, 305 tonnes of general goods and the station handled 143 trucks of livestock. Goods traffic ceased on the 12th of August 1963 and the station closed on the 2nd of November 1964. However, the signal box remained in use until the 13th of June 1965. The next closed station is St Mary's Crossing Halt, which opened on the 12th of October 1903. There were two wooden platforms with GWR pagoda-style shelters and uniquely for the halts in the Stroud Valley, a metal footbridge. 
This was built after a young lady was killed crossing the line. The station closed in November 1964. Our next closed station is Brimscombe, which opened on the 1st of June 1845. The main station consisted of a Brunel-style chalet building with a large canopy and bay window. There was a small engine shed with an integral water tower used by banking engines that assisted freight trains at the 1 in 75 Sapperton Bank beyond Chalford. It opened in June 1845 and closed in November 1964. The next of the many closed stations along this section of line is Brimscombe Bridge Halt. Opened on the 1st of February 1904, access to the basic wooden platforms was from an overbridge. Each had a GWR pagoda-style shelter, and electric lighting was installed in February 1939 at an estimated cost of £90. Ham Mill Holt opened on the 12th of October 1903 at the end of Ham Mill Lane and was originally named Ham Mill Crossing Holt before being renamed in July 1957. Electric treadles and bells were provided either side of the crossing to warn passengers of trains approaching. It also closed in November 64 and again no trace remains today. Bowbridge Crossing Holt opened on the 1st of May 1905. Originally it consisted of a pair of ground level platforms with a wooden crossing, but the platforms were later replaced by standard height platforms. Pagoda style shelters were provided and these were later replaced by rectangular metal shelters. Access to the Holt was from the adjacent level crossing. Again, it closed in November 1964, and whilst no trace remains today of the station, the wooden crossing still exists. By the time we reach Stroud, we've travelled 11 miles from Kemble. The Brunel Design Station opened on the 12th of May 1845, when the line between Kemble and Gloucester opened. From 1905, the Great Western Railway ran a motor bus service between Stroud and Painswick, taking 30 minutes and accommodating 22 passengers. In 2019-20, 578,000 passengers used the station. This podcast has been produced by the Mr T Podcast Studio. I thank the passengers and the teams from Steam Dreams and West Coast Railways for making this podcast possible. Join me in a couple of weeks for the next episode. And thank you very much for listening.